Night wedding photographers on episode number 88, July 25th, 2018. Neil Urban said this it, it, it might be a piece of crap, you know, that they need a couple more models to come out just to catch up. Yeah. So, my, my guess know. is it'll be probably exactly on par with like an A7 III or A7R3. Um, my guess is it'll be pre- like they know what the technology is that they're competing against and they're not, yeah. they're not idiots, you know? So I, I feel like now, like they, they, it took them long enough, but I feel like if they don't, first of all, if this camera is anything less than, than the Sony stuff is, I think, uh, they've got a problem because, because nobody in their right mind, especially if, um, if the, if it's a new mounting system, which I think it has to be. So, yeah. So especially if it's, you know, if if it's not as good or it doesn't improve upon where Sony's at right now, and and they're at a higher price point, I think they've got issues. And 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 if I think that and they don't understand that, then that's a real problem on a corporate level. If they're going to release something that's not, you know, as as advanced as what's what their competition is, and then they're going to charge more for it just because they're Nikon, that yeah. no, nobody in the right mind as a photographer would would end up buying into that system, especially like, with I'm new looking on. What were you looking on? Nikonrumors.com? I don't know. I just saw it come up. Uh, through I'm, I'm, just look, I'm on that site now. They say, they say right here, Nikon mirrorless camera announcement confirmed for August 23rd. So they'll make the announcement that day. Now, I, mean, I just I just have a feeling that they're going to do something stupid by like not put, like putting a, like a single SD card slot in this thing. Good point. Like, like, That's like a good a point. Something stupid or the ISO might not be as good or I don't know, just something it's, stupid it's, like that. Or it's not full frame. So yeah. What they no, should do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if that's Canon the case. came out with their... So we have some uh, pre-roll, post-roll <laughs> discussion for you. We actually recorded the episode, and then um, all of the unfolding drama regarding the Nikon Z series happened, and uh, we thought that we should get it out there now rather than later, so... Uh, the way this episode is going to go is you're going to hear us talking about the uh, the Nikon Z series uh, release, and then following that, we're going to get into our regular episode. And that's it. Actually, kind of worked out pretty good that way because uh, it was pretty passionate uh, about the uh, the Nikon release information. And then, in all honesty, the what's in our bag portion of the show is about as exciting as you might think that it is. However, some of you might be interested in that, and there's um, some other good information in there for you. So, thanks for tuning in, everybody, and we will get on with the show. Hey, I gotta say, I called this. I should have put money on this. <laughs> should have. If, if Nikon was gonna do something stupid, they're gonna do something stupid, like doing Save it. a single S... Well, no, no, this is right it, now, man. This we? is it. We're recording. We this got is it. We're live. Yeah. Baby. Oh, we're on. This what is I the start of the episode. episode 88 at 45 minutes. I said, if Nikon is going to do something stupid, they're going to do something stupid like putting a single SD Neil, card Neil, I'm going to edit it it's right It's not in. even SD card I'm slot, going right? to edit it right into the start <laughs> of the show just to prove a point. I'm going to tell everybody the oh. date. I'm going to put the little audio clip that you had in there, and, I, and, it's, and it's just going to let everybody know what you said, because, oh, my God. And, and then in the past episode, Jimmy was like, oh, do you think they'll put in a single uh, uh, card slot? And you were like, no, no, they wouldn't do that. Yeah, because I didn't they think would, they'd be they so dumb. never do dumb. that. 
I, and this is just like this is unbelievable. Like, like yeah. I, and then Andy, you were like, oh, if, if if they do something like that, there's something wrong with corporate. You know, yes, you, you said something like that. Exactly. Too. What? Oh my god, I'm so fired up right now, and it's like, dude, the whole internet is fired and up. The th- Every and so here, the thing is, is like the except for Canon users, I'm sure they're right. probably just sitting back <laughs> laughing their asses off. But this single card <laughs> slot controversy thing, it like gets to the core of like why we do what we do in our business, you know? And 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 I feel like like if if there's people out there that still don't get that, like why it's so important for like wedding photographers when you market a professional camera to people that have two card slots and they're still trying to defend it or like these Nikon yeah. ambassadors are kind of like trying to like downplay it. I'm like, no way, son. Uh-uh. Like, like, no. Like I would never hire a wedding photographer that shoots to one card in 2018. Absolutely not. Yeah. Why would you do did that? You, guys, you know? Did you guys look at that the blog I sent you before? Yeah, yeah, I did. All right. Did you go I mean, to the very end about it, about why uh, he put an addendum on that saying that they think someone who makes these XQ cards, whatever they're called, uh, thinks that they're the equivalent of one SD card or CF card, just the way they're nonsense. built. Which total is, is nonsense. Total nonsense. Total, like, no. Because let's if you think the, about, the, the card fails, yeah. you're, you're done. Yeah, and, it's, done. And, and maybe it has a, a smaller chance of failing than an SD card by the Maybe. smallest percentage. But you know what? It still can. In the film days, people had, you know, or, or single card slot days, people lost images. Yes, the percentage, when you look at it, like it's a 99.9% chance you're going to be fine. But when you look at the whole picture of all the people that photograph, like, and you look at that, there are hundreds of people lose images all the time when you shoot on one card, you know, or like when you're just shooting film in the film day, when you look over multiple times over years. I myself, in 2012... Was if I didn't have a shoot to a second card slot on a on a Canon 5D Mark III, would have totally lost this destination engagement session that I got because the CF card yeah. failed. Like I shot the shoot, the shot the thing, and I came back, and the card failed. And never would I shoot a single card slot camera professionally. You know, back For then, when single anyway. card slots, when it was single card slots, a lot of photographers I knew carried a little pouch, shot like four gigs, two gigs, eight gigs, and kept continually changing cards. My thought process in that was like, uh when I was like shooting with a D700 was like, that's, that's a good idea actually, because if I do put in one thirty-two gig or 16 gig, whatever it is, and the whole card fails when I was a one card slot person, camera shooter, then at least, at least if one card fails, it's just prep or it's just cere- part of ceremony, whatever the case is, yeah, which made yeah. sense. And I didn't like the idea because in the process of changing cards, I'm thinking one card might get lost. I might put in the wrong card. I don't know, but it made sense until I got my D3 and then everything was good from there on, you know, with dual card slots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, and when I bought my D5, uh, of course I got the uh, dual CF, and bef- I didn't get the F or the D4 or D4S, but someone I know had one, and you had no choice. It was only it was XQ and then CF, and he said, he's like, I know no one that uses that XQ card except for being the backup card, and then he replaces the CF oh, okay. card because he's yeah. not buying a bunch of those cards; they're expensive, and then right. he has to buy new readers and everything. So that made sense because at one point I was thinking about the, the, the D4S, but I was like, ah, I'd let it go. So that is, you know, not to sound like I'm Mr. Sony fanboy. I know I might be lately because today I had a shoot in my studio with uh, my D3S and I would never, I love shooting strobes with a DSLR. It's fantastic. And I love my Nikon gear, but you know, without shooting strobes and for doing weddings, mirrorless is so, so Everybody wanted Mm -hmm. to see this camera be what it should have been. And, and yeah. it's just it's shocking to me that that the that Nikon like doesn't get it. You're like looking at the competition, you see what the competition's doing, and you think that that's the thing that's not important. 
I just it's just it's just <sighs> mind blowing to me. It's it's just mind blowing. It really is. Um, I just want to read really quick something I wrote because uh, yeah. you know somebody said something in a comment or whatever, and I and I had to write this because I felt like it was my responsibility to write this. Like like uh, like somebody was basically saying, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm going to shoot with these weddings as a professional with this camera, and and this is what I have to say to that, and this is what I said, something along these lines. Uh, so uh, dual card slots exist in multiple camera bodies for a reason. I personally believe that shooting to one card in 2018 is flat out irresponsible. Yes, in the film days, one card slot was there, for, and there was no other option, but people lost many important images. It happened often enough, and it's now easily pre- preventable. I would never hire somebody to shoot an important event like my wedding without backing up when they were shooting, and because it's so easily and entirely possible to do. I personally would be freaking out if I was going to shoot to one card in today's age, and I'm glad that I feel that way. The Nikon cameras announced today are not for working professionals by that standard, and I think that promoting it or accepting it as one is a really bad idea for those that are new to the industry. In the same way that mm-hmm. we should always have multiple camera bodies for a reason, we should also be asking ourselves multiple what-if questions throughout the wedding day as people that photograph people's weddings. What if I don't have enough memory cards? What if a flash breaks? What if my pants split? Neil, we know about that one. What, what if I run out of batteries? What if a lens falls and breaks? What, what, do I have another option ready to go? What if the card I've been shooting 128 gigabytes worth of wedding photos on, the, the wedding of the people paid me thousands of dollars to do, fails when I get home? What do I do? Well, a one-card slot camera in 2018 is not the answer you want to have when that inevitably happens to the very small percentage of people that it happens to. And, like, that's just hammer down, baby. Like, yeah. like, like, like really? Yeah. You know? Andy, a while ago, you and I had a conversation about the, uh, the, when the A9 came out, and you, it was a very pricey camera. But it was the first one with dual yes. card slots. Now it seemed like, okay, I might l- entertain the idea of Sony from that point yes. on because they had dual card right. slots. And you know what also pisses me off about this? <laughs> first of all, you watch the video and it's like, okay, this line comes in and it makes a circle. And then it's a city scene and then it's just flowers. Show me the damn camera already. Stop with the, with the flare. Enough. <laughs> Out of everything. It's, it's I'm like, all yourself. right, show me the camera. Show me some images. Show me, show me it yeah. shooting. Show me the, the frames per second. Show me the technical side of the camera. I want to see the camera. I don't want to see no bullshit other stuff. And B, what the hell are they talking about when they say reinvented? What's, what's reinvented? There's, there's one card slot. There's no uh, access stabilization or any kind of sta- in camera stabilization. There is. Oh, there oh is? yeah, there is. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't. I missed that part. Um, I don't think there's any silent shooting. Yes, though, there right? is. Yeah, there's silent. Oh, yeah. I'm less. Oh, but but it's nothing new though. It's it's not new technology. It's it's. I mean, it's out what, there. Sony yeah, okay. and Fuji's right. have have this right. Right. Yeah. You know, this is like. I think I think the only thing I notice is the overlay of the double exposure overlay. Um, but I don't know if Sony can do that or not. I'm not a Sony shooter. Uh, does it have the double exposure yes, overlay? As far as I understand. Okay. Yep. Okay. So the, you know, that's I mean, nothing you know, new it's either. Basically, uh, else I noticed? it's basic. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Uh, two more things I noticed, which I'm not happy about. If I were to buy this camera, um, not that I shoot vi- movie or any kind of uh, video much. However, if you do, Andy, if you know, if you're looking at your camera, you just hit that little beep, that button to go video. Yeah. It just does video. Yeah. Immediately. Right. This one has that little switch like Nikon has, which means when you switch over, you're going to previous settings that are not what you're seeing now. So if you're inside and you have your doing video, then you pop outside again, it's going to be a different settings most likely. I don't know for sure. I'm guessing it's like the D5 and the D750 and all the other cameras with that switch. And I don't think it, it didn't look like it had the, the cleaning sensor like the Sony has, which is pretty – which I tested it by the way. It works pretty good. I saw some little spots on my sensor. I did a little, and you feel the whole body shake, and it. Got yeah. Rid so of the it. thing is, is, is this is like mm-hmm. a like a half step 
or you know maybe even more than a half step in the right direction, right? But like it's just it's just such a glaring thing that I feel like they're going to lose so much business out of this, and they should. They they should. Mm-hmm. Like whoever made the decision in that board meeting of like that made the decision, oh, we're going to do one, and we're going to only design it with one card slot. Literally, should just be fired. They like they <laughs> they need to be fired. I, I like this is not only that, but they, they couldn't do the like dual card slot in the uh, Z7. They they should have yeah. done it in the in the better sure. model. I know at least that. But to yep. to do it in both models. Yep. Those cars oh are big God. too. They they take up a lot of space. Why would you not go SD? And and every and it's since the the more expensive one would have had the dual car slot, everybody would have went for yeah. the more expensive yeah. one. Yeah, you should, you, Neil. You earth? should be the marketing person for Nikon when they're thinking about these things in product Do development. It. You should just go work for them because because <laughs> honestly, if we as, as stupid ass wedding photographers can figure this out, but they can't. You know, like like <laughs> no. I don't understand. Like, what are they thinking? Like, don't even release it. Literally, don't even release it. If you're going to call it a pro yeah. camera in 2018, wait. I would rather you just wait. Like, I, I like yeah, it's just absolutely. so. Um, I don't know. I, they came. They came so close. So yeah, close. I, I'm just I'm you I'm know? fired up about it more than I should be only because because I really ju- it just really kind of irked me that people were kind of downplaying the importance of a, of a card slot. It's like and and it, it 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 attacks what I believe is a professional. You, you know, like as far as being backed up and and you know wanting to do the right using the right tools for the craft that we have available to the tools that we have in 2018 that we have available to yeah. us and and if yep. people are going to downplay it and then think that that's okay it's not okay it's it's not okay when there's better options out there and and they dropped the ball on this release exactly neil like you predicted exactly yeah. like you predicted but i couldn't believe it i didn't believe you when you said that when you said that i was <laughs> like they're not that dumb there's no way they're that dumb but it turns out they're that effing dumb they're that dumb how about what do you guys think about the the lack of this the the thumb dial on the back? That's always right where your thumb lives, not to the right of your thumb, but when you grab a camera, your thumb rests in a certain place, mm-hmm. and that's where that dial's always been. In Everything Nikon. else, dude. I got to be honest, and I have literally like a minute left, or I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get, I gotta go. But but everything, honestly, everything else is just kind of like, eh, like it's it's like close to an A7 III, A7 R3. There's a lot of great things about the camera, a lot of great things, but but it it just doesn't even matter. Once with with the other option, you know, or with the card slot issue, it just doesn't. Yeah. Um, so Neil, what do you think? Are you going to order one? You're gonna wait. Uh, you know, I, I was telling Andy that I actually might only because um, I, I want to replace that D3s uh, as a backup. That thing okay. is just too heavy. Uh, the batteries suck. Uh, yeah. I, I actually just might replace my D3s with this, and then I'll, I'll have a nice collection of of newer lenses. And then yeah. once they come out with the newer bodies. With the dual card slots, hopefully they listen to all of us, millions of us who are on the fence about buying this thing. Um, you know, I'll, I'll be ready to go to replace my D750s. That's my plan as, as of today, but talk to me maybe a week or two from yeah. now when, you know. Well, to also talk about when the camera's available and how much yeah. time you got to wait. Yeah, exactly. You so. can wait six months for it. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I don't know. We're, we're, really, I listen, I, I listeners. We're not getting into the details of this just because we only have a few minutes. I wanted to get this out there before it's two weeks later and it's past past the the, the fact. This is we're going to do this uh, prior to the show. Uh, we're going to go into the regular episode in just a minute. But I wanted to get this at least some thoughts out there before, while it's fresh because uh, um, two weeks uh, later it's going to be kind of old news and we'll yeah. kind of see where yeah. things go from here. But, but it's been the, the, the forums and stuff like that have just been out of control with this announcement today. And it's, uh, it's really too bad. It's really too bad. Cause I think everybody would have liked to see, you know, this camera do what it should have done, but it's not happening. So 
Um, I, I hope I don't sound. Maybe I sound like a whiny, you know, like American consumerist. No, you're set. You know, you're, but you're, you're, um, it's granted. But, 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 the, but the whiny part comes in. You know, like I was saying, it's not the camera. Like whatever, I've got a camera that I can shoot with. The, you know what I mean? Like I've, I'm a fabby with my Sony's, right? But like I wanted this camera to do well, and and, and the the part that's upset that I'm upset about is the part that that some people still don't understand the importance of of doing our job <laughs> you know like in, in this day and yeah. age i it's i don't i don't get it um so anyway that's pretty good because we're gonna go into a really boring mm. episode now we're gonna talk about what's in our camera bag <laughs> <laughs> so hold on tight everybody <laughs> any last minute thoughts guys no uh i'm i'm more happy i got that sony in my hand and you know the, also look at the fact that's how far sony is ahead of the game with all this so i'm not i'm not looking back at all i'm very glad when i did it and i sh- kind of should have done it sooner that's all yeah. yeah and good and good for you i i've been holding out and i'm actually yeah. kind of embarrassed and upset and angry and all, all the above um yeah. but you know time to move on and I might, I might jump to Sony. Yeah. I, I really don't know what the hell is going on with me right yeah. now. I'm so okay. emotionally. It's a it's a roller coaster. And, and really. who knows? You know, maybe you know. Obviously, they will after Nikon sees the outcry from this. The next model will have two card slots, but it's just like you know, that's a year and a half down the road, something like that. You know, like two years down the road. When is that? Yeah. So. Oh, and I and I gotta end the show on on and this little episode on the on this part. But uh, my wife and I we we recently got our photos taken by Andy by a Sony, and we absolutely love the images. <laughs> and it's not you know I I know it's all the photographer, but uh, but yeah, I re- I really enjoyed the uh, looking at the images from Sony. So thank you, Andy, for those. Oh, images. so the photographer also doesn't matter; it was just the camera. Okay, I understand. <laughs> That's all the all camera. All things we've learned on this podcast, <laughs> and we're talking about the camera, took the photos. Okay, all right. all right. I really do have to go, and guys, we'll get you into the regular okay. episode now. So we'll catch you next time. All right. right, Bye. Peace out. Unite Wedding Photographers and welcome to special episode number 90 of Wedding Photographers Unite. I don't know what that really means. Special episode. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, this is episode number 90. So it probably should be a special one. It's It's a milestone. that we have a crap load of stuff to talk about. How about that? And uh, I'm one of your hosts, Andy Buscemi. Uh, Still in search of the right nickname that sticks. In good company with the mythical legend himself, Mr. Neil Urban. Hey, everybody. Good to be here. Uh, also joined by the chatty Kathy of the Hudson Valley, Mr. Jimmy Ferrara. It is I, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Wow. Oh, he didn't do the hello. Hello. Like he usually does. There we go. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we have quite a few things to talk about today. This is the the much promised uh, episode of what is in your camera bag. Let's get a little more cliche, shall we? Uh, no, but uh, we actually are going to talk about what's in our camera bag today, uh, just because we said that we would, and uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about that. But before we do, what's been going on in the life of uh, Mr. Jimmy Ferrari, the chatty Kathy of the Hudson Valley? How you been doing, man? What's, what's been going on in your photo business as of recently? Um, been busy, got some really busy weekends coming up. Um, I had, we had a wedding this, we, did we split up Natalie and I this weekend? Let me think. I don't know. What's today's date? Today is the 21st. So yeah, I had, um, a wedding it's by the 22nd, myself. Buddy. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, fine. I had a wedding by myself this past weekend. Went good. It's a little rough. A lot of walking. You know, we have to get something. You have to go get it <laughs> when your when your car is parked like a quarter mile away. No big deal, though. It went out fine. It was an easy day. And then uh, we had a wedding the night before that on Friday 
where there was unfortunately no first look, you know, and then ceremonies like 6.30 and it's, there's rain in the forecast and all that. And it, it, that's just frustrating because it did start to rain, of course, right when we're just about to do like halfway through portraits and it came down hard and fast. And then we went back in and it then cleared out. We went back outside again and looking back at what we got, it, it's so far pretty good, but uh, or really good, I should say, but given the circumstances. Um, that went off in a hitch, uh, no problem. And then the previous week, uh, uh, back in Poughkeepsie, New York for a tent wedding. And, um, we were just in awe of what was going on in the other room, which was a three day Indian event, which they were still breaking down the, the, the day event before the wedding that night when we got there. And it was amazing. I won't talk more about it, but we were just like jaws dropped and I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I think Andy, you could relate to something like that with your wedding that just happened. But um, uh, we never got an opportunity to do anything where it's like outside of a rehearsal dinner or a beach engagement shoot in an island. We never did anything like that. And it wasn't our wedding, granted. But, you know, it was uh, mm. interesting to see. Yeah. Neil, what's up, man? What's, uh, what's going on? You know, it feels like we just recorded like three days ago. And here we are yeah. two weeks from now. It's, it's been yeah. that crazy. Um, yep. To do to do a follow up from from last episode about that uh, about the couple who um, wanted to book us, we sent out the contract, we sent out the uh, the invoice, and we never heard from them again. Um, that so that was two weeks ago, and just yesterday uh, they sent us an email saying, "Oh, hey, we're moving. So sorry, we completely forgot. Um, can you uh, can you resend the invoice, and um, we'll email you the contract if you're still available." So. Um, replied saying yes we are and and within an hour we we're paid with a contract so yay I stress I stress like myself I off for nothing oh that's great <laughs> yeah so that was that was fun we're doing uh, home renovations right now or our the, the meeting the meeting spot where we do um, our meetings at home uh, it's completely under construction so it's like I have two jo- two full time jobs right now I'm I'm doing it with my father-in-law and um so yeah it's like I'm I'm renovating all all day and then editing at night and shooting in between. Uh, so I'm I'm really exhausted. I'm very happy that we're this isn't video recording because um <laughs> I look horrible. <laughs> um I, it's funny I was actually thinking about maybe doing the video this time since we're talking about what's in our camera bag. Well, I was I'm, like, yeah, <laughs> I didn't have the time. I didn't have the time to. I just don't have the time to set all that up. Yeah, I'll just but, take a know. picture and, and send it out there into, into the web. So, <laughs> speaking of which, um, listeners, you know, we don't edit. I don't edit anything out of these podcasts. I just let it roll the way it is. So I'm going to ask you this very inside baseball question. You guys are both recording your audio tracks right now, right? Yes, we are. Nice clean yeah. sound. Yes. Yep. Oh my goodness, that would be that's so great because yes. we have to start this whole thing over again. Okay. Um, yes. I am. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's, the last episode has sounded great, and I'm sure that the faithful listeners yeah. were like, "Thank God." We're the <laughs> glitchy uh, eh, eh, kind of stuff going through. No, you know, it gets annoying. Yeah, we're trying a new recording technique, which is I get your audio files and I mix them all together and make them sound pretty. Uh, so yeah, that hopefully we can continue to edit them like that. This week mm-hmm. I'm actually on a different microphone because I'm in my studio, so my voice is going to sound a little bit different. It's going to be a little more echoey than usual, uh, but uh, you know, that is what it is. Uh, but uh, what have I been up to? Um, I just feel actually, I continue to feel just like a little overwhelmed with like, um, I finally did get that, my Indian wedding out there and it's all delivered. I got their wedding book done and all that, at least the first draft. And I'm kind of moving on to other edits right now, but I'm just like, 
I was doing so well, like, and now I'm just, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm only four weeks behind from the weddings that I've shot, uh, but still it feels long to me considering to be where I was and where I expected to be with my new kind of um, editing stuff. But part of the reason for um, my slowdown is just different stuff that's been going on, if you know what I mean. And then also another reason for it is uh, this guy right here. I'm going to show you guys. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Watch out. Need, we need a, we need a, uh, hold on. I got sound effects coming. Ready? Thank you. Thank you, Jimmy. Um, I, uh, I decided to purchase a, uh, a Surface Book Pro 2. Um, and uh, it is, it's amazing. You know, um, it's amazing to edit on and all that stuff. I didn't really intend to because I'm still totally happy with my MacBook Pro. Um, but I kind of, the problem is, is that when my MacBook Pro is, is doing stuff, it's just kind of sitting there, like if it's exporting a wedding, like I can't really use it if I'm backing up one hard drive to another and I needed it to stay productive. And so I was thinking about getting like a little, uh, surface book, like one of the, one of the goes just, that just came out. And then I started looking into it. I'm like, Oh, Oh. And then I just went down this deep, this, uh, this path that led me to, well, if I'm going to get it, I might as well get it. And I did. And it's awesome. Um, but it has slowed my work, work, uh, my productivity down as I've kind of like tried to integrate it and get things going, uh, getting everything up in the cloud so I can use both systems, um, and all that, but it's going to, it's more of a long-term thing. And, but that has also slowed me down a bit. So that's, that's windows based, right? Yeah. And it is, it doesn't, it works well talking to your Mac stuff. Yeah. So like, like Adobe, Adobe, you know, you can install Adobe software on both machines. So I've got it, uh, going on two machines with one license. Yeah, me too. And, and actually all of my, I pretty much have everything in the cloud now, at least my business related documents are all on Google drive. Uh, and they sync up really, you know, I'm, I'm super impressed with how Google drive works, uh, now as far as like syncing files. So all the files are synced up business wise for Lightroom. Um, I actually have, uh, a Lightroom catalog that kind of lives on the hard drive, and that that does work just fine between both both PC and Mac. Um, the catalog file itself, and and the previews as well, uh, and the raw files as well. Like so, you could actually kind of work on both um, as far as that goes. But I I've been choosing to work on one, um, and then when I'm done with those. I don't want to get too involved in, in, in that because it'll be too much of a techie nerd conversation. But but it does work between both, and I'm I'm uh, I'm uh, enjoying it. But it's also kind of slowing me down because in, whenever you get a new machine and you're kind of getting used to new stuff, you kind of have to integrate it. And and, and it was probably not the best time for me to do this, but uh, you know I did. <laughs> so uh, so I'm I'm kind of integrating that that machine into my kind of workflow. But it it's awesome. I don't want to get into like a full detailed review right now unless you guys have questions. But nah, that, but the, but, the, but the amazing thing is is being able to use the pen on the machine. It's basically what I wish Apple would be doing, and uh, but they are not. So uh, so that's basically that's basically what I've been up to lately. Cool. Uh, Andy, what was your final? count on the indian wedding final delivered images Del- great question i think i delivered maybe like 2300 2200 something like that oh that's less way less than i thought mm-hmm. yeah so it was just about just over 10 percent of what we shot basically all right all right you take you can take that for what it is yeah um you know what i did andy um, uh on a, a really quick little sony conversation um a couple weeks ago i took the vertical grip off and played with it 
for a while. With, I'm like, this is really, really nice without it. It's this tiny little thing. feels like a toy. It doesn't even feel like a real camera, but yet it weighs nothing, and I find myself holding it in different ways, and I liked it yeah. until I put on a onboard flash. I was between a commander and an onboard flash mm. as a commander as well. Once I put that mm. flash on there, I'm like, I, I can't. It's just far too top-heavy. It's falling out of my hand, and I... I had to go put the grip back on. So Yeah. Well, if you want a ergonomic mirrorless camera, all you have to do is just wait uh, until the end of the month because Nikon is about to release their mirrorless system. Segmented. And it's going to it's it's going to fit better in your hand, so um you and I should return our Sony cameras nope. and get the next best thing when the Nikons come out. I don't think so. Let's talk about this. Um, cuz just a minute ago you guys sent me this link because when this comes out, probably today, right? I would, I would think uh, so. Tomorrow is the announcement. No, I mean the podcast. Right. But um. Oh but yeah. The, yeah, but yeah, tomorrow is this announcement. So you guys tell me what you know about it because I'm just seeing this for the first time right now. Well, I, I saw this about five minutes before I sent the link to you. So um, pretty much we don't know anything about it. We just know the uh, the possible names for it, which is the Z6 and the Z7, and okay. um. Pretty much, we have six pictures. We'll we'll post it in the show notes if you're listening before they even release this on, on Nikon. Uh, it's at fstoppers.com, mm-hmm. and we have six six photos. Um, it looks like a really slick design. Uh, it looks like kind of like in between a Sony and a Fuji. Yeah, it looks very Fuji. Yeah, they kind of combined both worlds. Um, and, um, it also looks like a Nikon too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it helps with the Nikon name on there. Yeah, whether, the, the, whether it's that photoshopped or not, I'm not sure, but but no, this looks pretty legit. So the, the so yeah. so the the there's two, and it, it appears that this is all probably ninety percent true. Like the specs that they have out now are probably going to be what it's going to be. But there's a, I think it's the Z6 that is the uh, 24 megapixel version, and that's going to be very similar to like the A7 III. And then there's a Z7, I believe, I could be mixing those up, uh, that is going to have like the higher pixel, megapixel, like the 42 megapixel or 45, whatever it is, kind of like the A7R3. Um, Do we know if so, it's full frame? Uh, yeah, they're both full frame. Both full frame. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Yeah, we wouldn't even be having this conversation if right. they if they weren't. I would, you know, I would just ignore Nikon for the rest of our rest of our lives. <laughs> no, uh, but uh, but yeah. So I mean, it basically is a mirrorless system. I think it's to be very similar to the Sony system, possibly better in some ways, possibly not. We'll have to wait and see what the announcement yeah. is. We'll have to wait and see until people get their hands on it. Um, but the ergonomics do look like they're going to fit a little bit better in people's hands compared to the the Sony A7. Series. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Um, here's what I. What I'm looking at right now. If I was holding that, and just and my right hand's doing well. It really usually does mostly everything, of course, except for zoom. Um, I changed the 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 uh, the dial on the Sony. I changed the front dial to be my exposure compensation when I'm in any kind of um, auto mode. Because that dial that's over to the far right, the exposure compensation dial on the Sony, yeah, is hard to yeah. click and hard to control. And on this mm-hmm. and this Nikon now. That's where it is. They they for the first time on any Nikon body, their thumb isn't resting on the shutter speed dial, the back dial. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Your thumb's resting mm-hmm. right now. If you just pick that camera up. That thumb is going to rest between the, that autofocus and yeah. display button. If whoever's looking at the you know if the people are listening to the uh, looking at these images, it's far to it's as far right as you can get to the body, 
is that dial. And looking at what that is, and I've seen cameras like this, like Fuji, it looks very clicky. It doesn't look very smooth and free-flowing like Nikon or, or Canon has, or even Sony now too, has those dials that are very easy to turn, very like click, click, click. Speculation. Very, yeah, yeah. All speculation. Uh, well, <laughs> I think I'm going to be right on that one, on that, on that dial you might being be. clicky. You might be. It looks nice. Though. I like the top screen. That looks pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I do like the top. Yeah. It looks anyway. just like the Sony cameras, though, doesn't it? Like, no, like the man, not at appearance. all. It looks a little no, bit the, bigger. No, the some... buttons and everything is <laughs> totally different than Sony. Okay. <laughs> you know your Sony. That's, the buttons are not like placed like this. Um, and they do have like the little LCD on top. Yeah, like, uh, like an info screen. Know, like, like they, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um, well, this... we'll, we will. Uh, My, look again, forward to I seeing we what talked happens. about this. Yeah. It's like uh, okay, so. Along, like last year, when I was thinking, okay, when's Nikon going to do this? It'd be great to keep my glass and just get a different body and the, the, all the world's the same. But you're going to have to get a converter to use your, the, the, the other lenses. And then I'm just speculating again, of course. I'm assuming something's going to get a little lost when, it, when sensors are going from one contact to another to then another to then the body as opposed to just right to the body. Especially when some Sony uh, Nikon lenses have that little motor drive to do the focus, you know? It's like, I wonder how it's going to be. And we're not going to find out anytime soon. But we'll know more tomorrow. I'm interested. I'm interested. Yeah, so am I. I I have my Sigma 135 that I just got back from Sigma that I found out recently. I kind of mentioned on the show that you can kind of do a lens convert. So I was thinking about converting it to Sony. I was like, ah, you know, maybe I'll hold off. We'll see what happens with the Nikon, you know, yeah. first. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, anyway, uh, listeners, we have an assortment of hand-picked information that's relevant to you. But first, just in case you forgot your place in space and time, this is Wedding Photographers Unite, a bi-wedding week, a bi-weekly wedding photography podcast hey, for wedding again. photographers. Bye, wedding photographers. The show goes live roughly every other week. And while we're at it, please do leave us a review in iTunes. Much appreciated. And please also subscribe in iTunes. Uh, You can leave us stars. Stars are good. Leave us all the stars. But also, please uh, leave some words. Words are even better. Good words are good. Good words are good. Sure they are. Uh, and help us help you by sending in questions to info at Wedding Photographers Unite, or better yet, connect with us on our Facebook group. Uh, just go to Facebook, search Wedding Photographers Unite. We'd prefer to talk with you rather than at you. We do have a few questions left over from the previous episode that we're going to get to to kind of uh, make sure that we hit those. But before we do that, uh, we're going to get into uh, the main topic of our show, which is what is in our camera bag and we're just going to go for it. Yeah. And I feel like, who are we going to start with on our camera bag? What's in the camera bag? Should we start with the Chatty Cathy? Should we start with Neil <laughs> Urban? Why don't we do this? Why don't we go around the table? Before we even talk about what's in the bag, let's just talk bags. Because that's part of camera gear alone as well. And what kind of bags you typically use, what you have. And we'll just do the bag talk. And then move on okay. from bag talk to then gear. what's in the bag to gear. Okay. Like plan? Jimmy? Yeah. In 60 seconds or less. I don't no way. I, I can't talk in 60 <laughs> seconds. We guys crazy. In 60 seconds or less. No way. What what bag are you using now? What bag did you All have right, before? I I wrote, Ready? I, I wrote go. this stuff down. I have a small, medium and large Tamrac expedition bags. They're backpacks. They're older school. They don't make them anymore. They're fantastic. We have two mm-hmm. medium ones, a large I don't use anymore and a small occasionally we use. Then I mm-hmm. have three shoulder bags, one think tank, one a little black basic one, and then a really cool crumpler one that's like big and looks kind of slick and very like 
you know, in, you know, uh, incognito. Then I have a little mini backpack, a sling bag, a rolling case, a shoot sack that actually Lindsay Adler gave me. It was very nice of her. And then wow. a little donkey bag that's on this way because it's a tiny little thing I can use for a couple lenses. But mostly I use my medium Tamarack Expedition bag because it's comfortable, holds a lot. I could put a lot of personal stuff in there. I could put like a sandwich and be in the laptop section. Five, four. And that's it. Three. Ahead of the game. Two. One. Yeah, baby. I don't know if that was really true, but I just wanted to see oh, okay. what happened. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Neil, bags. Yeah, I, I pretty much only use a low pro, uh, pro roller, X100. Uh, fits pretty much everything I need. Um, I do have a Tamrac uh, backpack that I usually take for destination weddings, but I'm no longer going to do that just because it's a pain in the butt to um, to open up the flap and then get everything out, especially when you're on a beach because, you know, the, when you close the flap, sand gets in there, it gets all over your gear. So I'm no longer going to do that. I'm just going to bring the, the roller. And we always we always have like one of those, um, those over-the-shoulder leather bags. Uh, that's where I keep all my... Um, my uh, my lighting uh, SB 900s, um, but usually, you know, when we're just doing photos really quick, we just throw a couple cameras, lenses in there, um, and then th- that's pretty much it. Just keep it nice and simple. I think I'm, I did that underneath uh, 40 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I use those uh, Tamarack bags for a while there, Jimmy. I like them. Which ones? Which, I, which model? The ones, the, the backpacks. There's many. I think they're the expeditions. I don't know. Okay. I don't really, I don't Are know. Are they gray Dude, and I black? The, I, don't, I don't know the model numbers of my bags, uh, Jimmy. All right? Do I look like that? <laughs> um, I used to, I had a black one one time. I had a brown one. You know, you put the shoulder bags. You put, they're like backpacks and you put all your gear yeah. in them. Um, and then uh, I had one of the shoot sacks. I used that as a secondary bag for a while. Um, in combination with the Tamarack. And I've kind of moved away from both of those bags, and I'm kind of, and actually went back to using this crumpler bag that I had, like when I first started in, in 2010, it's just like an over the shoulder bag. It's just easier for me to, instead of, instead of having it over the backpack, to, to be able to grab and pull lenses out. The over the shoulder bags are nice just because you can uh, leave it at your shoulder if you need to, and then just kind of swap lenses. It's just a little bit easier for me. So it's kind of a bigger crumpler bag that I use on weddings. Uh, and I always have a smaller bag with me too, but I can talk about that when we get into bags. But it's just kind of a generic small bag, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even matter what it is because it's just uh, when it sits in the car. Um, but yeah, I'm using the crumpler bag right now. Uh, but it's like an old version of it, like from like 2010, something like that, 2010, 2011. What about um, flashes? They live in a whole other bag for you? Well, that's the next segment of our What's in Our Bag I'm jumping section, gun Jimmy. all over the place, aren't I? See, I talked right. about my flashes. Yeah. <laughs> you got your Nobody big else boys. Did. Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy, did okay. you? No, I didn't talk flashes. Oh, okay. All right. Let me, uh, be, let me take it the next step, Jimmy. Yeah. And since we've talked about the bags, how about let's talk about what's not in the bag that you, that you usually end up bringing to a wedding before we go into what's in the bag. You know what I mean? Because uh, no. there's a lot. There's... So you have everything in a bag when you go to a wedding? Yeah, me too. Um, In my main, outside of flashes and stands, of course, uh, yes, everything I have is in that one bag. I then sometimes bring like a little bag with me, like a shoot sack or the Domkey one that's on its way. I just bought it used. And uh, to to go or walk around, you know, with a couple or doing like, you know, group shots or stuff. But I have have three bags that I bring, put in my car in two cases. 
I don't know if that makes sense. But yeah, everything's uh, yeah, in a bag. Sense. Okay. So, yeah. So be, the reason I say that is because I, the two main camera bodies that I shoot with uh, stay on me all day with the holdfast, and they never stay in a bag. As a matter of fact, when I put them in my car, they just get thrown in the back of my truck. Oh, my God. And they kind of roll around back there when I'm driving, you know, throughout the wedding. I come back. I know what I mean. At the end of oh, the night, so your bag? Okay, your bags only hold lenses then, and maybe yeah. random accessories. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. I'm not that yeah, person at all. I'm. I'm someone who my ba- my camera's going in my bag where it's safe, and then when I walk in, I got backpack, another bag of flashes, maybe something else, maybe food in yeah. a little, you know, cooler, and then I'm free to go. And then, because uh, I don't always use a camera strap. Yeah, see, for me, I want to make it as hard as possible for myself to sell my equipment after I'm done destroying Apparently. it. Apparently. So, so I, I specifically choose to put it in the back of my car, you know, and just kind of, like, let it, you know, roll around, toss around. I like, and the more scratches I have, the more I identify with it on a personal level. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, so, so, yeah, I mean, actually, but, but in all reality, I did want to mention that just because... Uh, uh, I, that stuff isn't in my bag, so I, I have the Sony camera and the Nikon camera and the Holdfast and a couple lenses, and all those things are always on me all day. Or if I'm swapping, they just kind of get put to the side. And uh, and also just, you know, a light stand, and a, one of the flashes lives on the light stand, and MagMod stuff that, that stays on that all day outside of the bag that I'm bringing with me. What, Andy, so. what did you use before the Holdfast strap? I used the Black Rapid. The, yeah, the, the, the double, black oh, double one? R strip. Right. Yeah. But it, it, it uh, the only reason I switch is literally not even because of what it does. It's because this, the whole fast just looks 10 times better. It and does look cool. I, how I we admit. present ourselves at a wedding does matter. So, um, I tried it and I never even tried it on location because I hated the way the body fell and I didn't like, um, it can't go that high with it. And uh, taking it off was like seemingly a two-handed operation to get that claw off of the, the clip on the bottom. I can't just – it's not a carabiner where it's like clip, thumb, camera it, out. It's not – yeah, it's not if you – I they had the double strap on the whole fest. I only use the one because I, I go balls to the wall. You know what I mean? I'm, I don't, I'm a risk taker, Jimmy. I'm a risk taker. You don't so have I one on one, one side, one on the other? No, I have two. Well, I have two cameras, but they they have like this double protection thing. So oh. if like the main thing fails, the, the, the second one holds it. Yeah, I only use one. Okay, I only use one, and then it becomes a, a one handed operation to to get it off once you get used to it. Anyway, yeah. So and I am a spider holster. Oh, you are. That's right. Because you had that accident in the yep. church, though. And we talked about that where your camera fell. And mm-hmm. um, as much as I like the idea of the spider, uh, anyone hits your hand, a kid running around. Ah! just knocks your camera off your 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 hand if it's on your body it's not going to hit the ground that's my only take on the whole thing with the strap is that uh it still could knock out of your hand and fall down like well like happened to you you know i i got into a um a thing is where i just uh lock it a lot more now and then i just click click it with my thumb and it completely unlocks so that's that's what i did uh ever since and um it's just as fast yeah it's, it's, it, it's, so. it's a cool thing. I had it for a little bit. I used mm-hmm. it a couple of weddings. I ended up selling it. I didn't. I didn't dig it. And it's also so big. It's so but, big. The thing doesn't fit in any bag. It's like this big fat um, belt. I mean, it depends on the space you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it fits in our uh, our one leather bag uh, quite nicely. 
And we have two of them, and it fits right in, and they're just fine. That's did you where we say? Keep them. Did you say you had Tamarack yeah. backpacks too, Neil? Yeah, yeah. I only mentioned which type because they constantly change, and the newer ones, I think, well, are this horrible. is an old one. I got it off another photographer who never okay. used it, so it was practically yeah. brand new, and he pretty much gave it to me for like twenty bucks. That's cool. Was, yeah, I, I googled it. It was like a hundred eighty or something like that. So it was a heck of a deal. I have this one over there I'm selling. I don't even know. I want it. It's a think tank something or other city walk or something. I, I'm never going to use it. I never use it in three years. It's brand new. So, again, mm-hmm. I tend to win stuff at, like, conventions. <laughs> so, and bags are, like, number one. Yeah. But uh, I, have, I have too many. But I like, I like having them because it's different. You know, going for an engagement shoot and it's going to be a lot of hiking and not stopping and putting a bag down and getting stuff out. I'm using a sling bag. You know, mm-hmm. okay. and I'm wearing a camera. Yep. Now, yep. Uh, let's let's get into the nitty gritty yeah. of what's in our camera bag. And I would just like to remind Neil that uh, Neil, last episode, uh, you said that you wanted to get into this topic as an afterthought and just spend about ten minutes oh, on it. Yeah. Um, okay. So I just want to remind you before the three of us get into what's in our camera bags, how long uh, you thought that this would take uh, if we got into this this last episode. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, no, I, I completely just, forgot I, I about just, uh, our chatty Kathy of oh yeah, of exactly the, of the show. <laughs> yeah, not not to mention the host that goes on too long about all this stuff with both of us. Um, but yeah, so Neil, why don't you why don't you get started uh, with uh, what's in your bag and give it to us, man? Yeah. What do you got? All right, here we go. Okay, I mean, right before the last wedding, I kind of put everything out there and I took notes. So this is exactly what comes with me. Okay, so right now. I have two Nikon camera bodies of the D750s, one Nikon D3S as a backup. I have, my lenses are a one 14 to 24 millimeter. I have two 50 millimeters and I have two 7200s. Why do I have two? It's because my wife uses the exact same thing. And we both never really use the 14 to 24. I only pull that out three or four times per wedding. So um, that's it. And then four batteries, uh, four 64 gigabyte cards, and eight, eight 16 gigabyte cards. Um, those are just backup cards, which we never use. Hopefully, we never have to use them. Um, okay, so if you're really into camera gear and lenses and all that stuff, you're probably pretty disappointed what I have in my bags. However, I'm going to make up for it with lighting gear. Um, I have one 5-in-1 reflector. I have two ice lights, uh, version 1 and 2. I have four Nikon SB900s. Four Photix receivers and two Photix Odin transmitters. I have two Profoto B1s, two Profoto transmitters, one Profoto 24-inch beauty dish. I have one Profoto zoom reflector, which I absolutely love. It's a little, it's a little bit pricey, but I love it. Um, I have one Profoto 24-inch softbox. I have one Profoto extra large deep silver whoa, umbrella. Whoa, whoa, cowboy. You keep that uh, softbox inside your camera bag? It's in the car. So I'm I'm not, oh. so I'm I'm kind of pretty much um, talking about what's in my trunk, okay? Okay. Um, All right. And then I have one Profoto XL diffuser, four light stands, one monopod and one Manfrotto tripod. And uh, that's it, man. My ca- my car is my camera bag and that's pretty much what I what I bring with me on every wedding. Okay. Wow. I I liked I liked I want to take note. I liked the how prepared you were. Yeah. Right. For this this today. This deserves an applause. Out. Thank you. That sounded like crap. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's much easier just to take a picture of everything sprawled out. But um. But yeah, that's that's pretty much everything. And and, and Neil, that stuff kind of 
lives necessarily, not necessarily in your car. You could probably bring it back in during the week. Um, you know, all, wedding. like all the light stands, monopods, um, the beauty dishes, reflectors, all like all the light shaping tools uh, stays in the car. Um, because I do have a trunk, so it's not like I have people like looking in my windows or anything. So what what kind of car? Um, a Cadillac ATS. Okay. So it's uh, you know, everything fits snug. Yeah. But, you know, nicely. That's a lot. That's a lot of big cases. Uh you know, I just have one big light stand case that all that stuff goes into. I mean, okay. if you think about it, the uh, the beauty dish, the uh, the soft box, I mean, those fold down to like nothing, true, pretty much. And then, so you have, so you have two fifties, two seventy two hundreds, yeah, um, uh, the one fourteen, but nothing wider than a fifty, no twenty four to seventy or twenty four mil. Nope. Okay. No, because uh, then I can just go to the twenty four millimeter. Good point. Yeah. And you know, if, if I want to crop in, I can easily just crop in a little bit. But um, but no, I absolutely love my fifty. Yeah. Um, yeah, me too. I, I like I do that fifty Nikon, the one four is a great little lens. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just keep I, you know I just like to keep things nice and simple. I don't want to you know give myself you know too much to choose from. Is to where you know, I'm I'm more uh, worried about you know what kind of lens am I going to use. I just want to you know capture the moments and right. Um, Let me ask you this. Uh, so your but, backup but is obviously a- I learn more, I, you know I I concentrate more on lighting than pretty much anything else. Right. You you said your um your backup is a D3S body, right? Yeah. Which then Which hopefully requires... will be replaced very That's soon. That's true. Well, but <laughs> my question is you you it's it's a different battery than the 750. Yes, which I have four which I have four batteries for the Nikon D3S only because they're so old they really don't last that long. Okay. So unfortunately I do have to um recharge them every single wedding yeah i have, to, I have, to, I have to literally do it right before the wedding you uh, should let you should drain it, those suckers because i have the, the i have some for sale and they're they don't they don't last uh natalie took one by mistake um mm-hmm. one of the older ones and it's halfway through the wedding it was dying on her which never happened before and i realized oh you have one of the older ones because it just yeah. lost its it's yeah they're, they're pretty much all old and um but you know i'm not really worried about too much just because i know that the nikon's coming out with new stuff and if i'm not really impressed with this mirrorless i'm just going to grab another d750 uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah this past weekend when i was by myself i took my d3s and a couple lenses that i will be selling soon as a backup just in my car just in case and i never touched it thank god yeah and um if that happens again i can always pull my d3s body that lives in the studio the 24 to 120 lens that's here and then uh, and then that's it. I don't have any. Oh no! My, then I have a fifty laying around too, so I can always and, bring that as a backup. Yeah, and you know, I don't even like using my D uh, the three seven S or the three. What is it? The D three S. Um, I uh, you know, you know that issue I had a couple episodes ago was to where the autofocus would stop working. Well, that happened again at my last wedding, and unfortunately, the you know undoing the bat, taking the battery out, it didn't work uh, this time. Um. So I just manually mm. focused all day. I, I don't know. I just I'd rather do that than bring out that D3s. It's just a hunk of metal, and I, I'm just, it's just very uncomfortable using. So you know, I, I don't mind doing the um, the auto the the manual focus unless okay. unless it's like a long day is to where it happens like early in the day. Then yeah, I'll switch. But um, yeah, that's all me. Right. That's my and bag. Your, your main bag is uh, what was your main bag again? The, the, it is the uh, Low Pro uh, Roller X100. Okay, 
Yeah, I, we used to walk over a roller. I don't like working out of a roller anymore. Um, it's nice, it, but... Uh, it just sucks when you're on a beach. It, yeah, it just sucks <laughs> when you got to pick it up and carry it upstairs and stuff. And there's no outside pockets to put, like, stuff in, you know? Oh, yes, there is. That's where I keep my reflector. Yeah, but not like a sandwich or a wallet or sunglasses. No, the uh, the uh, the sandwich, um, <laughs> which is pretty much another bag. That's like my our, our fourth bag in the car. Uh, that's the uh, we have a um, like a little cooler. Yeah, and it's it's like a soft cooler. Um, that's what stays in the car too. Okay. So, sandwiches, chips, cookies, water, iced tea. Mm-hmm. Yep. All the yeah, good be prepared, stuff. people. Be prepared. <laughs> you know, you don't always assume there's gonna be food anywhere. And Natalie always makes fun of me. She's like, "We're not going on a safari." I'm like, "I don't. You don't know if there's gonna be food at the prep." For example, <laughs> last weekend there was nothing there. And the wedding I did by myself, I brought this awesome big sub I made, and that's literally all I ate all day because there was nothing to eat at cocktail hour. Um, there was nothing at prep, and by the time I got uh, had to get done with cocktail hour, I had to set up the light stands. Up, you know, and everything for for reception. So I took my dinner home, and had it the next day, and I was good to go. I'm so glad I made something big. Yeah, and uh, we always like to have two sandwiches. I know we're getting off track, but this is actually what's in the bag. Um, I like to I like to do two sandwiches. I always like after the prep, right before the ceremony. I'm like, oh okay. yeah. So oh, I like God. that. Need that re-energized. Um, need to be re- re-energized right before the ceremony because you know, <laughs> especially the Catholic ceremonies that last like an yeah. hour and a half, hour yeah. forty five minutes. Uh, and you're just kind of standing around for most of it. Um, and There's then times I, I go out to the car and, get, and take a couple of bites and come back in. And I, <laughs> I don't miss anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, anything. You, you have to stay fueled. And then, uh, then, I, then I snack again um, after the portrait session, uh, right before the, the reception, only because cocktail hour, you just never know if you're going to get some bites in. I know. Um, I was like a little kid this weekend, and my, I couldn't wait to eat that sandwich. I was like Joey from Friends <laughs> on that episode in the backseat of the car. I'm like, I, I had, it was so good. I was like sitting down by myself at the reception just or at the reception area. No one's around me. I'm like, this is great, and this is all I wanted to eat. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. So, so what about you guys? Uh, Andy, you want to um, go? You go first. Yeah, sure. Uh, so – uh, so I already mentioned like what's outside of the camera bag. Uh, and then I do have like a backup camera bag. That's just this little thing that, I some, I couldn't even tell you what brand it is. Cause I got it when I was in Japan, just as, as a little camera bag. And, but the only thing that goes in that, that just sits in my car. I think I've mentioned it on the show before where it's just an extra D750 backup body and like an extra trigger, just like, like I hopefully never have to go into that bag during a wedding, but it's just like if something, if the shit hits the fan, I've got that bag with extra stuff in it and I can go grab it. It's like third backups of things that hopefully I never need. Uh, so that's just in the car. But then my main, uh, my main bag um, is this crumpler bag. And what do I have in it? I've got, I've got an LED uh, light, just a small little Bauer LED light that uh, you can kind of control the... Um, the output on. I can show you guys. Unfortunately, our listeners can't see. Um, but it's got, you know, you can control the color temperature on it, which is nice for night shots, uh, that kind of thing. I typically tend to use that for night shots rather than flash because uh, it, it's a little bit easier for me to balance uh, the mix between flash. Flash is usually overpowered at night or can be overpowered if you're not careful. Um, so I typically tend to, tend to use that. I've got a 70 to 200 Nikon. I've got an 8518 Zeiss for the for the Sony. I've got a 5114 uh, uh, for a Nikon, and I've got a 
uh, well, well, actually, in the bag right now is a 105 macro, but this is actually typically on my camera in the morning. Usually, it's the 20 millimeter that I have in the bag at the start of the wedding. This 105 um, macro is typically on my camera lens. I typically on my D750 when I start in the morning because uh, it's great for portraits. I've mentioned that on the show before. Yep. I've got uh, this little guy, a little flash bender, which is nice. Um, so you know, you can it kind of help the light source. You can use it as a little uh, uh, snoot. Um, so that's there. I've got uh, one trigger in the bag, Young Now trigger that I've got in the bag here, but I also have a, a duplicate in the small backup bag that I keep in the car. And then I've got lots of uh, lots of SD cards. I have. Um, I'm. I mentioned on the show. I really don't. Uh, right over an SD card until a wedding is delivered. So I just buy a lot of SD cards um, and and they kind of just sit there. So I've always got a lot of those. Um, And I've got this little adapter that I've been using. Uh, I used to do my ring shots and details, like like macro shots on the uh, Nikon uh, with the 105, which I still can, but I've been using the Sony to do that lately, using this little adapter to to get a macro effect out of like the 8518. and little adapters to hook up uh, flashes directly on top of a light stand, and extra batteries. And I always carry lens cloths with me. Uh, lens cloths are always, I think, a good thing to to have with you. Uh, you know, well, for me, it used to be when I used to wear my glasses more at a wedding, like Jimmy. Yeah. Um, like I would, I would have to constantly, like my thumb would like get all over the glasses. And I can't say when I got like smudges on my glasses when I'm shooting, but I've I've actually have not been wearing glasses for like the last year, or so I've been using contacts again lately, so that it hasn't been as much of an issue. But I still like to have the lens cloth on the bag. Um, I do have these little um, these little stupid oh yeah, like, you know, and they you, you can just get get some little reflections and stuff like that. You know, why not these little. These little lenses, I guess. Um, but, you know, you can just go on Amazon and get these little lenses to kind of play. I used to use those more. I don't really carry the prism with me anymore. I did that for a year. Yeah. I think it was, it was fun for a while, but I don't really see the point of that. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and what else do I got? I have little uh, these, these guys for the MagMods, which are just, uh, you know, you can put a CTO adapter on the MagMods, and then it magnet, magnetically goes in. Also, the... Uh, grid for the magmod uh that's nice too i'll i'll just with that magmod system throwing that in business cards always got to have business cards with you um i got business cards in here i've got i've got other triggers young now triggers so this this guy lets me put a flash on top so i can trigger uh so i can uh basically trigger my young now flashes off camera but also shoot on camera with a flash as well and I think that's that's the gist of it. I think let me just dig around in here and see if I got everything. Oh, here's another little important thing: extra batteries, of course. Um, the flashes usually I have three flashes in my camera bag, uh, one SB900, and uh, two of those Young Nows. Um, sometimes three of the Young Nows because I got one the one in the car. I always have this little. Uh, this always comes with me. Because uh, I usually need it for for some way, shape, or form. Because uh, gaffer's tape, but I just take a little bit of gaffer's tape and roll it up into a little small small piece of gaffer's tape, so that um, I've just got it in my bag all the time, just in case you need it. I do the same so thing. It actually comes up comes up very often. Love so it's a that trick, stuff. Trick of the trade. I heard that on a 
by some photographer years ago, and I've been doing it ever since. Uh, but that's uh, that's what I got in my bag. I try and keep it simple. I don't have anything more than that. Um, just because I try to minimize what I've got with me when I shoot, and that's uh, that's what's in my bag. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's you. I did the same thing with the gaffer tape, and I forget I have it. <laughs> I do I do it like flat. I have a two inch black, and it's just flat, and it goes over itself. And uh, yeah, it's a good trick. It helps when you like need to just tape for something, and you don't have the stupid fat roll of tape laying around somewhere. You know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy, your turn. Okay. Um, I'm going to talk what I have now rather than what I did have. So um, when Natalie and I are together, she has her bag. That's Nikon gear, uh, and I can quickly do that. But let me talk – well, I'll talk quickly what's in her bag. She has a Nikon D5 now, which is what used to be mine, uh, 51.4, 85.4, 17-35, 2.8, 24-70, 2.8, 7200 VR2, 2.8. And then random – then a macro, 60 mil macro – Two little LED lights, and that fills that medium Tamrac bag to the T. I don't think there's another there's one little space to put a strap, and that's it. And everything else goes on the outside, personal, you know, wallet and all that other crap. But what I carry now is the same size medium Tamrac bag. I have my Sony a7 III with the grip that typically lives on it. And then I have the little Leica Deluxe 109. I have Sony's 28mm 1.8 or 2, I forget what it is. The 50 Sony 1.8, which I'm not a fan of. I'm going to look into something better. Um, Sony's 85 1.8. Then I picked up their 24 Sony's 24. No, sorry, 12 to 24 millimeter f4, which I do like. It's nice having a nice super wide lens again. And then their 24 to 105 f4. When that lens, I call the gamut lens because it covers the gamut pretty well, and I use it when I'm outside for port for group. For family, it's great, and groups, it's great. It's great for ceremony. Um, I rarely even take it off. If I want to get an 85 shallow depth look, I'll pop that on. But otherwise, um, you know, I, I'm okay with shooting with a four. It's you know, I'm just I'm trying to capture moments. And sometimes when you got just the bride and the girls in the background are crying, you can't see anything about them. You, you, you know, maybe an F8 would have been better for that shot. But I know I don't go past four anyway. Then uh, I have a 7200 still Nikon 2.8, the VR2. We have two of those, and I'm going to uh, – and I have the adapter, the Comlink adapter. But this weekend, uh, Nat has a friend that just bought the Sony 7200 2.8, and I'm going to test that out with our videographer's Sony uh, 4 version. So I'm doing a comparison of the two. I looked online a lot, and some people say it's the same. Some people say it's different. I'm like, whatever. So I'm going to do a test because if we're going to buy one of those lenses – Ideally, of course, I would love the 2.8, but it's a thousand, more than $1,000 more, and it's quite heavier and bigger. So I'm just going to weigh the odds and do a test this weekend because I don't think I'm going to keep that Nikon lens, uh, the 7200. Then uh, batteries. I have four batteries for my Sony. I have an extra little battery for the Leica. Plenty of cards, like you said, and I'm now all SD for my system. Um, I got this cool little LED panel that's like, very, very bright and very thin. Um, granola bars, uh, gum, business cards, and perhaps the most important thing that that you should we should all have in our in our bag are is earplugs for reception because holy crap, where do we stand? Where do we stage our gear for the most part? By the DJ, by the band nearby, and you're passing that speaker all the time. I can't recommend it more, people. Um, yeah. After playing in a band for ten years, my hearing is not the best, and I don't want that to happen after fifteen years of doing this. At, you know, at weddings 
I don't want any more damage. So please, please just get earplugs. And uh, there's some cool ones you can find on Amazon that are like they come in a little. Yeah, I was just going to ask thing. you which ones you have. I forget. I got to look it up. And they're but uh, they come in a little tube. And they're uh, rubber, and they're you know the clear or skin color, and they come with the extra one in case you lose it. And they're cheap; they're like twenty bucks, maybe. You don't have to spend hundreds on one that fits your ear. But the ones that you buy that are like disposable, those those stink. They get dirty and they're, they're they get grubby. Yeah, they won't even stay in my ears either. Yeah, they're and kind of these weird you can and wash. And, yeah, and I'll, I'll send it. Orange. I'll, yeah, if I'll you find can. a link. I'll send it to you. Yeah. All right. Um, and that's like that's my main bag. My wallet's in there. Uh, the top slot that holds a, a laptop, I will throw in a reflector. Um, I might throw in uh, flip flops if you know it's going to be that casual of a wedding for reception. Maybe if my car is not going to be nearby, that's rare though. Um, <laughs> what else? Sandwich, of course, a wrap of some sort. Um, that pocket's pretty thick, and you can stuff you can stuff that sucker, which I like, which I miss, which the new ones don't have anymore. They have the they have the laptop in the back, and that doesn't make it very practical when you have gear weighing down on your sandwich that you made, and you know you put it down flat. Uh, what else is in there? Just this random stuff. You know, like little things here and there. Nothing I can think of that's like, oh my god, you should have that outside of the earplugs. Um, then I had another bag that holds the flashes. So when we're both going on a wedding, there's six Godox flashes. Um, I switched to those because I love the idea of just a fat lithium battery. You just, I'm saying the word fat a lot today. That you that you take out, plug in. I have a this whole very cool. At home is this charging station that's like I have stuff Velcro to the wall that they, they pop right in. And then I have this little cabinet that puts bags there and a lower cabinet where the gear goes. It's very – everything's right in front of you. I, I take a quick look to see what's around if I'm missing something. And then – so those three flashes are in there. A spare battery for Natalie. If she ever needs it, it won't be until reception anyway. I carry a spare one with me in my bag. Spare batteries in there. We don't have spare batteries for the Godox because at the end of the day, we're still like maybe four bars out of four, maybe three out of four on the flashes. So what else is in there? Some, you know, like random stuff like uh, Advil and maybe some Tide stick, um, spare gum. I have uh, two – actually, I have a few commanders for that camera, and I have one that will actually fit on my Leica, which is cool. So I know that Leica Deluxe is not the best backup, of course. However – in a pinch, uh, if, I'm, if I'm with someone, they're always going to have a camera, right? So if my camera fails, I can just be like, look, I need your camera. Take mine. Just pretend you're shooting. Just th- mm. look like you're shooting just so no one panics, right? And then I'll use that camera. Like I said, if I'm by myself, I'm going to have a spare in the, ca- in the car like I did this past weekend. So I like the fact that I can shoot um, with my Sony with an onboard flash and maybe a couple off camera and then just use the Leica for – only off just to play around it's something fun it's so light that thing weighs nothing and it's kind of cool I, I don't mind the look at all so you're saying jimmy yes 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 that i'm gonna use the term again if the shit hits the fan right your camera doesn't work you're gonna hand off your camera to somebody to make it look like they're taking photos i'm handing my camera off to my assistant and i'm going we're switching cameras no questions asked okay. and they go okay make, so so give it to your assistant Make it look like, hey, come on, everybody. Let's take this group shot. My assistant's got it. Here we go. No, no, and no. And here's happen. a fake photo. <laughs> and then another one. There's another fake photo. Hey, but it looks like I'm taking a photo. Is that what you were trying to say? Or I, wanna, I didn't want to let that slide by. No, that's fine. I, I, hey, I'm honest. I would, I would also probably say, look, put the camera down, grab a reflector, look important because, you know, sometimes being assistant like that 
overrides just mm. shooting some crappy angles that you know you're not going to use, you know? Okay. Um, All right. But, uh, this yeah, is, hell this yeah, is, This that. is taking the uh, look part of our jobs to the next level, right? It's all about what we look like, how we're – how we're presenting ourselves. That's how you handle yourself, man. The, the, yeah. photo, the photos don't matter at all, people. It might look like we're doing a good job, but really, not taking any photos. I, I remember I had my um, ass handed to me hundreds of times in the film world on real, like, big budget movies and commercials and music videos. And I felt like an inch tall afterwards. But I came back and I'm like, all right, I screwed up. I admit it. I'm moving on. But you got to, you know. The last thing you ever want to say is, I don't know, to a bride and groom when they go, where do you want to do portraits? You can't be like, I don't know, and then walk around somewhere. you got to have an answer. you got to be like, let me find out and go somewhere Fake to find out. Fake it till you make it. What, I'm sorry, what would you say? Fake it till you make it. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, a um, question for you guys. Do you guys ever yeah. bring chargers with you? No. The, and yeah. The, yeah, the reason why I ask is because whenever um, – because you had mentioned, uh, you know, working with, you know – putting your stuff near the DJ booth. And whenever like I introduce myself to like a new DJ I've never worked before, they're like, Oh, I have a, I have a, I have a plug here for you, uh, for you to, you know, plug in any stuff that you need. I'm like, uh, no, no, thanks. But, and they always say, Oh, well, photographers always need to charge stuff. I'm like, no, not really. So yeah, I was just wondering yeah, if, um, it was no. just, uh, just yeah, I, I will with like the Sony because I have the two batteries with the Sony camera and that gets me through a full day. But if I was by myself, which I do have like a full day starting package, I'm not a full day starting, package, but I have a starting package. It's eight hours. That's just me. If it's just me, I'm going to take those extra precautions. I'm going to be a little bit more concerned about that. And so I sometimes will bring a charger on that kind of wedding if it's like eight hours of coverage or whatever, you know, just I want to be extra protected, you know, so mm-hmm. um in those cases, I might, but generally speaking, no. Especially if I have a second shooter that's shooting Nikon two or whatever, you know. So yeah, I forgot to add. Um, I anyway. do have a monopod as well. I'm sorry, real quick. I do have a monopod that I use, and I do like using it for uh, family and, and portraits like that because um, it's nice, just kind of like planning it down and not and you know not having to wait on you and you're locking your frame sort of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this conversation. Um, What's in our camera bag is about as exciting as I anticipated it being, <laughs> and I just hey, man, I hope I that know. it was. I think uh, it's cool. Yeah, this there's a reason we didn't do this conversation for 90 episodes, and uh, maybe uh, I don't know, maybe we're experiencing a bit of that now. I hope the <laughs> listeners uh, slogged through that okay. <laughs> and this is the but, special 90 episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Special, special, special episode 90. Let's listen uh, to what's going on about the crap we have in our bag. And then I've got some hand lotion here because you never know. Right? Great. Good what episode. What do you carry? Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Um, I don't, and honestly, right. though, if, if whoever's listening to this podcast, if you're not, if you're not techie at not all. Not many people anymore. You know, you got to be. You got you to yeah, know no, everybody no. is interested in what everyone else is using. I would think so. I don't know. We'll, we'll see about that. We'll see about the drop off. The little thing we were talking yeah. about earlier. Yeah. You know, if you could see like when people stop listening, it's like, oh, blah, blah. Well, there's goes another one. You can kind of see the fall off there. And right the now, one, right star, now, we, one star at this point are coming in. Yeah. At this point, we've fallen off a cliff and we've plateaued on a very low level. So I think we can say anything we want now. What, anything you guys want well, to get out that, you, that you've been afraid to get out until this point? Nah. Well, maybe, but no. Okay. All right. All right. Um, all right, though, uh, let's let's go to uh, uh, some questions that we had from the previous episode that we uh, said that we would kind of 
uh, finish up and touch on. So we just got two of those that we didn't get to, or maybe maybe three, uh, maybe two. Uh, maybe three. Uh, so Hannah uh, had mentioned, um, here's a good one that she just ran into. Bride gets all her photos in the online gallery last year, and she loves them. She's so pleased and refers everyone she knows getting married. She never places her print product order uh, that she's already paid for as part of the package. She's been looking at them on a non-calibrated screen so they are bright and bluish. I think when you first get your computer and did prints without calibrating... How how dark the photos look compared to on your screen. Okay, she's, so she was looking at them on an uncalibrated screen, mm-hmm. which most of us are, 99% of everybody's looking at an uncalibrated screen. Uh, so she gets her prints albums from me a year later and doesn't like them. She wants them bright and blue. Hmm. Think about that crazy Instagram f- uh, filter with blown highlights and stuff. Wants them all to look the way that they looked on her computer. What do you do? Um, I did solve her problem, and she walked away happy, but it's worth a conversation, I think. So uh, the bride prints some photos through you, and the white balance is different than what they expected because the monitor that she was looking at them looks like crap. Uh, And then she contacts you and says, hey, Jimmy, I printed these photos. Um, I love them, but they don't look the way that I expected them to, and they're printed. What can you do for me? What do you say, Jimmy? I say to her, like what you just initially said, um, check your calibration because everything on my end is right. My lab is printing correctly. If they would see something that's, well, all right, so she got it printed not through the lab. I'm assuming she printed them on her own somehow. Yeah. Uh, that's why I'm yeah. taking it as. Yeah, it has to be. I'm, I'm, um, yeah. mm-hmm. And then I'd, I would say bring them in or, you know, let me, let me take a look. But I would say, you know, if your screen is not calibrated properly, you're printing them how you think they should look. But if your screen is too orange, it, they're going to come out orange or blue, whatever you want to look at that. And um, I would – that's all you got to really say. I mean I don't know – if she printed them on her own, not through an affiliated lab with your company's business, then it's, it's out of that photographer's hand totally. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, really, it's really cut have, and dry. It's like, hey, I don't want to tell you. Yeah, I always have like a little disclaimer when I send out the photos and they get the, the link – you know, to download or it's on a USB drive on the print release. It says photographer not responsible for print quality if they're not printed through me, basically. We have that right in our contract. Um, yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you can help them out, but it depends on, you know, what level of help you want to help. But if she was somebody that was, been, it was good for your business and was referring people, then, you know, go the extra mile for her. Tell her if she wants to, she can come on in and you can help her through and talk, teach her about calibrating monitors or, or why, that, why it might look different. Yeah. Um, or tell her to order through your site, you know, like, well, if yeah. you order through me, I'm going to take a look at them and make them look a certain way. But, but what Hannah is saying is that they looked more, the tint was more tint. The, the color temperature was more blue than, than they actually really were than the way she edited them. So, um, you'd have to have that conversation and basically educate the client at that point. Well, Walmart or Walgreens probably hit the, uh, auto color button and, um, and printed them out for her, and that's what she got. That's probably yeah. what happened. Just yeah. speculating. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's an educated guess. It's or ninety percent right. <laughs> <laughs> or you can just um, take them to five different WalMarts and get them printed and get the prints back five different ways. And chances are you're going to like one of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one of them might be close to the way that your crappy monitor looks. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, uh, Nick says, Facebook, Instagram ads. 
Do they work? Approximately how much do they cost and what kind of results do you get? I'm assuming, of course, you guys use them. Mm. Thanks. So, uh, do we use Facebook or Instagram ads? I do not. No, Neil, do you use I Facebook? do not. Jimmy, I, I do, do you use Facebook or uh, Jimmy does? Jimmy, okay. do you, right. not. Uh, yes. how much How much do they cost and what kind of results do you get? Okay, well, I use the Facebook ads for for studio work, for like a mom day special, holiday card special, uh, workshop that I'm teaching here in the studio. So it's really not wedding related. It I, I don't do it at all for weddings. But as far as cost, you can make a cost whatever you want. You can do $2 a day. You can do $10 a day. You can just set a budget of 50 bucks, and it just says, okay, going on for the next three weeks at this dollar cut percent per day, whatever. So you can control the budget. You can control the audience. You can control the topics. When you open up those windows, take your time going through them all. It's actually quite overwhelming. And then just see what your target audience is. But for weddings, I've never done it because I always did it with an event. Or with something I'm promoting that's going to expire, like a Christmas holiday card, you know, that kind of thing. I, I don't have an answer for weddings. Yep. But they, they, they it, work. They work. Yeah. I think people, I think it can work. Um, I actually did years ago, I think in like 2011 when I was first newer or whatever, I had some, not Facebook ads, but I had like Google ads going. And I know that I booked like one or two weddings from Google ads. So, I mean, I think it's possible. I think it's just going to be a different kind of client that you get through that rather than, than it being a, a natural networking client, you know, that somebody who's you shot somebody's wedding. But sure, um, I, I think it's possible. I think if you're not booking the amount that you, that you want to, uh, it doesn't, you could, doesn't hurt to try. You know, I, I think it's pretty reasonable. I think they work pretty well, but I don't, yeah. I don't really know. So, okay, and... Uh, last, last question, uh, is from Mick, uncle Bob, do you use them or abuse them? Saturday, my second had to cancel, uh, due to his mother falling three fours down an, an elevator shaft. Wowzers. Wow. Um, okay. So I found Bob at the wedding and gave him one of my spare cameras and let him loose. He loved it. And I got some free labor. Um, <laughs> my reaction is exactly the the gif that Chris yeah. posted. Yeah. Like what? Um, but but I mean, wouldn't Uncle Bob already have his own uh, high tech camera that is probably a bit better than your own? <laughs> so, so your second Just, cancels on you, and uh, you don't put, and you, you're unable to book another second. So you're, you like find this dude at the wedding, and you're like, hey man, you look like you got a camera. Here's a camera. <laughs> go, that, that's go, a, go, go crazy and then uh i don't that's that's a bit of a crapshoot there mick i don't we'll see and he says that uh he hasn't looked at the photos yet i've still got five weddings to edit before he gets to them so uh we'll see what how oh, that I'd love to see please him. follow back up mick, yeah, mick, know yeah. Right yeah, yeah we gotta come posted. back to that. yeah that's, yeah that's, definitely that's great yeah, absolutely oh um, yeah that is funny well, he might have used them and abused them at the same time, you know? Uh, but, yeah. But, you know, and, and, Mick, let us know if uh, you'd actually call him in again and bring him on. Is it, hey, you never know. You might come across a, a new second shooter. Yeah. Now, I'm not sure what the bride and groom thought about that. That's you know, what I'm like, just thinking, yeah. Like, 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 you go to the wedding, your second shooter, oh, guys, sorry, my second shooter, uh, you know, got had a problem 
and uh, he's not here today. But uh, yeah, this guy over here, he looks pretty good. So I'm just going to I'm going to give this guy a camera and uh, see what happens. OK, cool. And, uh, yeah, Isn't the Biden go go? That guy looks just like my Uncle Bob, like exactly <laughs> like him. And then and then aren't they going to realize Wait a minute. Why is he kind of following the photographer and not a guest now anymore? It's it's a weird situation going on there. It's one thing. Oh you know, my gosh! It's, uh, I would oh. just shoot by myself. I'd just be like, "All right, I'll tell the bride and groom what happened." Yeah, unfortunately, it's out of my I control. Think, Mick, um, I, unfortunately, I think the official position of the Wedding Photographers United has to um, be totally against the idea of giving <laughs> Uncle Bob the camera. Uh, so, unfortunately. Uh, don't do that. If you're well, listening to this, don't don't, don't do that. I, yeah, I think it's only because you're gonna he can he can shoot two thousand images and I gotta go through all of them just to find one or two good ones maybe or maybe they're, what if they're all good? Now that's gonna make you look worse. You know? Hey, if I'm at a wedding and someone goes, hey, can you shoot? I'll be like, um, I'm gonna say no, but I'll be like, yeah, maybe I can because you're in a pinch. Uh, I'll be like, oh, okay, I'm gonna give you some good stuff here. I'm gonna want some money. You know, I was just gonna say that I'd be damned if. Uh... If I was a guest at a wedding and so then the photographer just comes up to me and says, hey, you look like a photographer. Here's a camera. Can you go shoot stuff? Or Andy, <laughs> if, if I see you uh, being a guest at one of my weddings, I'm going to I'm going to send my wife home and just give you a camera. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my oh. goodness. That's a good one. Um, I like that. But but I need more. I, I, I got to see these images. Yes, please, Mick. Please follow up with uh, what yeah. those photos look but better yet. Let's see what they look like. Um. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that's probably going to wrap things up for today. Uh, anybody Anybody have anything else that you want to get off your chest in episode 90? No. Uh, um, no. I can't wait for next episode only because uh, a couple of days after we record, I'm shooting at one of my um, bucket list places, which is across country. And um, getting a hold of these people isn't the easiest thing to do. So they don't have any information for us. So we're contacting like, the wedding planner, the hotel people, like all the all the people, just to get more info. So we have a lot be? of um, Napa Valley. Oh, cool! And it's it's an area that I got married in, and I always wanted to shoot there. So, um, so yeah, and and they put us up in a place that's eight hundred dollars a night. So I can't wait for nice. that. Nice. That's this weekend yeah. coming up. No, that's a couple days after we record the next episode. Oh, okay. So, okay. so the next episode, I should have a lot more information of. Of what's what's happening, so I can't wait to talk. About I'm it. interested in hearing what you're going to bring because after yeah, today's episode, too. you got to size know. that down. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of interested in myself of how I'm going to bring the my B1s across country. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Well, I don't check know it, either. Uh, I'd hate to, but yeah, I'm going to have to. Okay, uh, listeners, uh, thank you, everybody, for listening in to episode number 90 of Wedding Photographers Unite. Uh, Jimmy Ferrara, where can people find you? The website is jamesferrara.com, and the social icon media thing is at jferrarafoto. And Mr. Urban? Website is Neil Urban, N-E-A-L-U-R-B-A-N, and... um at Neil Urban of all your social media places. And my name is Andy Buscemi. The last name is B-U-S-C-E-M-I. You can Google me and find my social media that way. Instagram is the best place to follow me for now. Uh, thanks, for everybody, for listening in, and we'll catch you next time. Later. Bye. Wedding photographers. Good night.